Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to Fire and Bloom, a House of the Dragon podcast presented by us, the Penny Bloom podcast. Today, we're covering episode six, The Princess and the Queen. I'm joined today by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. Uh, what a uh, what a way to kick this sh- kick the new era of House of the Dragon off. Um, we've entered we've entered the latter half of the season, uh, and we've got the recasts. We got Emma Darcy in there as Rhaenyra, Olivia Cook in there as Alicent Hightower, uh, and so many other new new castings. John McMillan as Laner. We got we got a few. We got a few. I mean, we still got a few familiar faces. Fabian Frankel, still Sir Kristen, Matt Smith, still uh still Damon Targaryen. But uh Patty Considine, still Viserys, even though he looks Wow, he looks again, man. We thought he was dead three episodes ago. Still not dead. I uh, was ready for him to die during the hunt. You know, like that's, that's his death. That's his I death. Feel. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I feel like he's living the whole season now. Like, now. Yeah, now like I thought for sure it was this week. So like yeah, now I'm like, shit, man. I think they just know. Well, I don't know. They like in Game of Thrones, sort of. We just expect people to die because everyone dies. Like, like we never expected Ned to die at the end of right. season one. So like after that point, it's like, Oh, okay. Anyone can die at any time. And it's like, we're expecting it almost. And they know that like, it's like they're playing with us in so many different ways with this show. But I don't know. This episode was kind of cool. It was like a whole nother premiere almost like with, with all the new characters and right. Right. It was kind of like a man. subtle reset, you know, like, uh, mm-hmm. like whenever after this opening scene where Rhaenyra is giving birth and they, this is one thing they've, uh, They've never this season have not shied away from the uh, the horrors of is childbirth, mm. and uh, you really get some great sound design Ooh. in that uh, in <laughs> yeah. that opening scene. Um, Ooh, yeah, a lot of a lot of squelching, a lot of squishing, and I was like, hey, they're being they're being pretty plain, they're being pretty bare honest about this, and it really did give Emma Darcy a chance to come in here and absolutely body this uh yeah. their performance as Rhaenyra was like I, I I already was like on board you know I didn't think the transition between Millie Alcock to Emma Darcy would be one that I was like oh jarring I can't do it you know mm-hmm. like I've been prepared for this since week one it's been something they've been very clear is going to happen so like uh and it it felt it felt natural, you know. It 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 really did oh, yeah. feel like the same exact character was being continued. It, it, it 
much matured, much 10 years older, you know? Uh, I mean, it's insane how, like, the opening shot, they looked exactly like Emma, like her her mother. Like, it oh was... Oh, my God. It was... That's, that's one insane. thing. That's I think that was a driving force behind the casting of Emma Darcy, is how much them as Rhaenyra looks exactly like emma emma aaron like it was both named emma yeah, real life yeah. i'm talking emma as in yeah, emma emma aaron the, yes. the former <laughs> the former queen yes yes the 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 belated but uh yeah it's crazy especially like sweating sweating her ass off giving birth and stuff it like looked exactly like emma it was it was insane um all the ca- like every person that grew up looked like it you just kind of accepted it. Like I knew it was coming, but it's like these people legitimately look like they would. Like I don't know. Like um, I just it's I knew it was nuts. coming. I just I just kind of accepted it. Yeah, I'm just like wow. Well, like I, I know had we're no talking problem. about how good the casting is in relation to Emma Darcy looking kind of like Emma Aaron. Uh, how about the fact that Egon looks exactly like Viserys's blood? Like, it's nuts how much that kid looks like Viserys. Yeah, I don't know how they did it. I don't, like, if, I guess maybe that was just their, they knew coming into the show that, like, this switch was happening. So, I mean, they, they were very smart about their casting. and They knew all these things would happen. But, like, it's, I don't know if they're just make it, like, if it's just legitimately the way these people look that make them look related or if they're doing something with like makeup or I don't know, but I'm sure there's something like, I'm sure there's a little bit of makeup at play that helps and contributes to that sort of thing, you know, but uh, it's, it's obviously not all that they, they have to at their bones look a little like that person, you know, and uh, it's, uh, it was fucking great, but are you ready for a uh, scene by scene here? Mm, Let's do it. Let's do it. So we start in the birthing bed, the battlefield, if you will, with Rhaenyra, uh, given birth. And uh, the, the exact spot where we have long feared her to be, and she has long feared her to be uh, throughout this series. And uh, mm. yeah, her son is born. There's the head. We're good. You know, like she's going to be just fine. And, uh, you know, Rhaenyra looks really happy and, and tired, sweaty. And, uh, it it was like really, really sweet though, you know, because I wasn't like ever looking for Rhaenyra to be a mom. I knew she would be because of everything the show promotes so transparently. Um, but like to see her like be all smiles when the baby's handed to her and like very, very relieved and happy that the, the baby's born, everything's good he's healthy like it was it was just really sweet it was a really sweet half a moment because uh very quickly one of the queen's chambermaids comes on in and is like hey um the queen wants the baby brought to her and i was like oh okay so i'd like to officially recant everything from last week it's fuck allison for life dude i I was trying. I was trying to be like, okay, I was trying. You know, I'm, I'm not going to hate her immediately. Like, it, she's already starting out bad. As this episode went on, it was like, 
holy shit, she is a, like, villain? Like, become she's becoming a villain here. Yeah. Like, and she's not all the way there, you know? Like, no. I think, um, like, I do really think that she just feels like she's been stepped on this whole time, you know? So she's ready to do the fucking stepping, you know? She's like, fuck it, you know? Fine. Mm-hmm. I'll get this shit rolling. Um, that doesn't change the fact that as this series goes on, I'm probably going to keep hating her. What really, uh, yeah. what really blows too is like, I, re- I do really, really like Rhaenyra. Um, but I don't like, I still don't root for her, you know? Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not on side like Rhaenyra or side Allison, right? I'm not, yeah. I'm not on either of their sides. They like, Allison, I guess she's doing it out of the protection of her own children, but in doing so, it's making her selfish and wanting her kids on the throne and wanting, you know, her lust for power and, and every, you know, everything right. that, that follows with that. I mean, she is the queen and, you know, I don't know. Like, it's not out of the worst intentions, but man, the way she's going about it is just... It's hard. Like, it's hard. Yeah. Uh Hard to get behind, but yeah, so she summons she summons the baby to be brought to her, um, and Rhaenyra's like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not going to give her the satisfaction here. I'm going to go ahead, get up, get dressed, help me out here, wait, let me get this afterbirth up out of me. Um, I had no idea that was a thing until this oh, yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, oh, you you learn. Yeah, that's, oh, they, I don't know. They, oh, I, I love... the thing. They're being, like, really plain about childbirth. Uh throughout i mean even later in this episode where someone would rather die oh that was yeah, the they... most heartbreaking scene of the of the show so far um that shit i i like i cried we don't even know lena for real and i cried my ass off you know like that was hard to watch um oh i was like i was screaming at my tv at that moment like there were there were many times like in this episode that got me to to out loud say something. No. Or, yeah. Um and You're like Walter White in the back of the car. No, Lena, don't <laughs> No <laughs> But like at the beginning, like whenever Allison is requesting the baby, immediately, you know, no. like I'm like, oh okay. She knows exactly what she's doing. Like she is she's just I'm already like, wow. I, I see why people have hated her like i i have it, seen it, it becoming been, yeah. it truly yeah. has been because of who she becomes it's not it wasn't blind her. hate yeah it wasn't no. blind it i mean i mean it people... was irrational it was irrational for the time because allison was not a hateable character until this episode for me what, like um, did, did the mass public know that she would become like this like how were people so already in the boat of hating her I think the people that are really active, like, at least from what I can tell on House of the Dragon, like, social media and stuff, is that they have either read Fire and Blood or have heavily researched it so as to... Because I've figured out over the course of the last, I don't know, couple years, there are a lot of people who do not give a fuck if they get shit spoiled for them. Some people prefer to know what's happening and just watch it, you know, like, uh, there, there, I'm certain there were people who didn't read Fire and Blood who went like, what, like, after they watched the first episode, it was like, oh shit, let me see what's gonna fucking happen here, you know, like, uh, like, oh, this I, is based on a book that's already out. 
Let me just let me just go ahead and find out where yeah, this I guess, goes. Uh, I guess true. Um, um, man. Yeah. So like I uh I I think that there's just a lot. It's also like heavily adapted, you know, like like I said, and we've said multiple times, Fire and Blood, a book neither of us have read, is like a history book. It's just giving you a list of events. It's not even it's not dramatizing it. It's not giving it storylines. It just is, you know, so like uh, I guess you're not really missing out on what the show is giving you. You might know exactly. what's coming, but the show it's is how still we good get regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. uh Whenever she, he, uh, Rhaenyra pulls on out, uh, ready to carry the baby on over to Allison, Lanor, uh, busts in. And I was like, oh yeah, I like Lanor. Mm. I'm still, I'm still team Lanor. If there's anybody I'm rooting for, fucking Lanor. I just want him to be okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude's chill. Uh, he, he's got some problems, I guess, you know, uh, that'll come up a little later on, but like, Similar, this, similar problems to most of the people in this show. This oneer here, the second Brilliant. they walk out the room until they get all the way up those stairs, like mm. it was, it was kind of like kind of how long this shot lasted for. And it's brilliant um, acting because they are going back and forth and back and forth the whole time, and it's it's fucking wonderful. But yeah, uh, he's a uh, real joyful about the kid. A boy, I hear, and and she's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's like, what the, what the fuck are we, he's like, what the fuck are we doing here? What are, Allison wants to see, okay, that bitch. You know, I love that Laner's like fully on Rhaenyra's side. Like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck her yeah. for that. You know? Uh, like it, was it terribly painful? Yeah. I mean, oh, he's, and he even said like, I took, I took a, a blade to the shoulder once and, and Rhaenyra was then like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so terribly sorry yeah. for you. Sorry. <laughs> like, I, I just went through my third childbirth, and they all are the most painful experience that any human can withstand. Sorry you took a little a little something to the shoulder. You yeah, know? I, um, that was funny. I, I loved it, though, because, like, obviously it's the wrong thing to say, but at least he was trying to, like, hey, I've yeah. experienced pain, too. And, like, immediately after she goes, oh, I feel so bad for you, he's like, Oh, I do not, and I wish. I'm so glad I am not a woman. Uh, yeah, he's saying he's trying, like trying his hardest to have some sort of comfort in the conversation, but in doing so, he's just like he's just like he's just fumbling the bag over and over and over. It's just hilarious. But I do like Laner a lot. I love Laner and Rhaenyra. This is a uh, already one of my favorite connections in the show. You know, obviously mm. not uh, not very romantic, if romantic at all. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, business, business, the appetites, come, yeah. the appetites have not changed um, as we did not expect them to. But uh, their unfolding of their storyline over the course of this episode is like really good. Mm. Like the fact that we take a 10 year jump, you know, there's only one thing from this 10 year jump I feel robbed of. Um, And we'll get there. But everything else feels natural to have skipped 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of nuts. Um, and yeah. I'll get to, I'll get to the thing I feel robbed of, robbed of in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, so they, they make their way up the stairs and, uh, she's still having a, I mean, she just gave birth. Yeah, she should she not is be walking. Sore. She, she's leaving she, a trail of blood through the palace. Man. 
shit ain't looking great. And he's like, okay, this is absurd. Let's go ahead and turn around. She's like, okay, yeah, if you want to carry me the fuck down these stairs, Laner. Uh, and he's like, I wish not. Let's go. Ahead. All right, let's go. Uh, he's like, I will not be doing that. Okay. Uh, they they march on, running into Sir Kristen, the incel, at his uh at his post outside the queen's quarters, and he. I cannot believe them. I rode for this dude. I can't oh, like dude. this. I've learned my lesson. Never get invested into a character too early because holy fuck has he flipped the script. Like this man is this is the he's the dude online who's like you're a tease. You didn't give me anything, you know, like uh He was so good. He was so he was doing good. good. Pure every, he he was, you know, at the time when I liked him, he was good. But man, just just he gets broken up with once. And Beats that's a man to death. Yeah, yeah, I can't. I it, it was nice. He got a little a little taste of his own medicine this episode, which was which was nice to see. Uh, um, I loved it. But, I loved it. But uh uh we'll get there. But um yeah, they make their way inside this room, and uh, Alicent, the way they zoom in on Alicent here, it was kind of like a re- like the reintroduction to all the characters. It was like, yeah, this is Alicent. She looks different. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's like, oh, Rhaenyra, you should be resting after your, your labors. And uh, Rhaenyra's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you'd love that. Yeah. I'm sure you'd love that, you bitch. Yeah, you um, knew I'm not just going to give my baby. To you. Like, she knew that she was not going to leave her baby and that she mm-hmm. was going to walk her up there herself. Like, obviously. Oh, she's so conniving. Like, so... Oh. I, I mean, they're That's doing a, a great job for her character, though. Like, oh, that, I'm like, still going to enjoy watching this character, you know? Like, I already love this. Like, I love every scene with Allison. Uh, it doesn't change the fact that I, I'm part the reason I love every scene with Allison is that I'm actively like seething watching her, you know, like, uh, that's such a, that's such a powerful performance that you can put forth. And like Olivia cook came in with a fucking bang. Mm. Uh, it was, it was damn good. But, uh, yeah, very, very old Viserys enters Ooh. and he's like, Oh, I hear I have another grandson. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's just like, a happy old man, you dude. Know, like, this is a this is a dude who thinks he probably should have died ten years ago. Uh, yeah, I, I I think whenever he had the conversation with uh, Laris, thank no you. Lionel, Lionel, it with the hand. Um, whenever he had that conversation, I think like he legitimately thought like I could go any day, and mm. ever since then, it's just kind of like wow, I woke up again. Okay, I'm still King. on life, like, sort of thing. Yeah, like, like that's the that's the tones I get from him too. Like every like, it seems like he's just kind of like, man, we don't need any of this beef, man. Can't we all just get along, make love, not war, bruh? Like, uh, as kind of, he's just trying his best to keep the peace and keep them happy together because he knows the what happens when he dies. Yeah, yeah, the second that he's gone. Yeah, it's uh. It's it's not looking great. I do love that uh here Allison asks, you know, have you named have you named him yet? And uh Rainier is like, Oh, we haven't discussed it. and Lander goes, Joffrey. 
Like, yep, I'm owed that. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and name, name, name this child Joffrey. Uh, none of these kids are mine biologically. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take one thing. It's going to be the name of this child. Yeah. I'm assuming like this is their third. So I'd like, it just, I'm assuming like, I don't like, he he's had no say in really anything for these ten years, is no. what it like. And I don't know if it's it's like all just Rhaenyra not giving him any chance, but like it seems that he's kind of been away and kind of doing his own thing. Well, kind of distant, well. you know. Like a, I, he's in a he's in a tough position. Yeah. Uh, like raising every- somebody else's kids in a relationship that you do not want to be in. You're gonna, you're gonna fuck around. You're gonna get hammered. You're gonna, like, if you have the resources, you're gonna do anything you can to escape the life you're living. I think, you know, uh, the first one, he, I mean, he's probably like, dang, this sucks, you know, like, I, I know this is not my kid. And then the second one, you know, like, the line of like having one is an accident, having three is an insult. Like, Lenor, like, holy, like, like he must feel, I don't know. I feel I feel really bad. Like he, well, he's doing thing, his best. Though, is that like I don't think he has. Like I don't think he really has beef with the fact that they're not his kids. You know, I think it's just the fact that now he is their dad. Mm. You know, like it's it's kind of like it's a complicated thing. Like I don't th- I don't think he wanted kids with Rhaenyra. I don't I think he's perfectly okay that he hasn't actually had kids with Rhaenyra. I think it's the fact that now he has to raise the other people's kids and it's like I mean that'll get to anybody, you know? Like it's not like it's 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 not like it's a shitty sh- shit dude thing and he does a great job later on when Josiris and Lucaris are like a uh, Dad, can we can we hold him? Dad, dad. Uh mm. it, it's really cute. You know, they're calling Laner dad and stuff. Like he's clearly been there as their father and stuff and like I I really I really respect it. Like uh he's he's done a he's not he's not the stepfather, he's the father that stepped up. You know? Mm. Uh, oh. Dang. I've never yeah. heard that before. That's You've like, never heard that before? No, that's oh, the first a, time I've ever heard that for there's, yeah, a, I, there's a meme of a of a man kneeling down between two two children. And it's the back of his shirt that says, I am not the stepfather. I'm the father oh. that stepped up. And it's very funny. I'm um, definitely going to need, like, a family tree because there are yeah. so many new kids. Like, the only kid that I know the name of for sure is Aegon right now. <laughs> like, that's the only one that I, I am kind of instantly I, I know the name of. Rhaenyra's kids, I couldn't tell you. Only Joffrey. Like, that's the only, like, the one that that's sticking just because. Well, uh. Baby her Joffrey. oldest, I think her oldest is Josiris, named after the former king, uh, the king that passed power to Viserys. Josiris, yeah, easy. Josiris, um, firstborn. The other, the other middle child was referred to as Luke, uh, and his name is Lucerys, mm-hmm. L-U-C-E-R-Y-S. Um, and, and I Luce. thought that was interesting because Luke and Jace are the name of Lucius Fox's kids in uh, DC canon, which is interesting. I don't like <laughs> Luke and Jace, and they are both referred to as Luke and Jace. So I just I, I immediately took note of that. My little my little comic book brain was like, "That's fucking crazy." 
Um, but yeah, I really, uh, I, I do, uh, I love all the kids so far, uh, at least Rhaenyra's. Um, mm. but yeah, I, just cause I can tell some ones on Allison's side are going to go fucking bad and it's going to be bad. Oh, they're yeah, going to, nah, they're going to be bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, this is going to like the family war that they are sparking here is generations. Mm. Like it's, it's not even the kid's fault, too. Like, they're just being dragged into it, you know? Like exactly. They had no beef with each other. Like, they're, they're just kids being kids, you know? Right. Like, it's not like they actually have beef with each other. I mean... Yeah, no, like, when Aegon pushes Luke, it's because he's his little fucking cousin, or, like, yeah. nephew, I guess. But they're just dragged into this, and... Yeah, just... I guess I guess her kids... I guess her nearest kids would call Aegon uncle, and Aemond uncle, and Helena aunt... Oh, wait a minute. Oh, that is weird. Right? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, wait. I got, I think I got Rhaenyra's kids down now. But as far as Viserys and uh, Allison's Viserys children, and Allison have Aegon, their oldest son, Helena, their daughter, and uh, Aemond. Aemond. Which is Aemond. the same as Damon. But with the D at the end. Um, <laughs> Aemond. Aemond uh, and Helena. Aemond and Helena. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, think and, I, uh, I think I got it. I'm, I'm certain Helena is going to end up marrying Aegon. Ah. Uh, I have no doubts about that. Uh, I was wondering what they were going to do with her character. She was very, very uh, short. We'll, like, it, Hey, we'll it, get there. I think she's got something mystical going yeah, on. Yeah. Something. Um, True. She was, it, 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 we'll get there. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, Lenor hands Joffrey over to, uh, King Viserys and, uh, he takes him and he goes, I do believe that he has his father's nose. And everyone looks at each other like, yeah, this man's in denial hard, huh? Yeah. Uh, Brown hair, white, pale skin. Ah, he has father's nose though. Yeah. yeah na- nature has a, Weird way. Well, then they show the kid, and like Allison, like looks at the kid, and they show us a very specific angle that's like he really does not have Laner's nose either. Like, (laughs) no, yeah, no. Uh, Like it's not even close. He's just he's just trying to be happy, you know. He just wants to die. And I, I I really like I. This was a great Viserys episode, you know. I I really did love Viserys in this this week, you know, and uh, I love the way that Allison takes. Allison takes the baby from Viserys and walks over across the room with uh, Laner and then Rhaenyra and Viserys have a chance to talk for a second. And uh, he's like, how was the labor? I hope it was easy. And uh, she's like, I think I called a midwife a cunt. And they both just kind of laugh and she gives him a kiss on the cheek and stuff. And I'm like, ah, I love to see the love there. You know, like we just don't get a lot of nice little quaint moments (laughs) ever. And this yeah. is just this is a nice little quaint moment within a overall kind of uh, devastating and chaotic episode. Um, so I, I did really enjoy it. But Allison's over there with Laner going, "Do keep trying, Sir Laner. Sooner or later, you might get one that looks like you." I was oh. like, "Oh, Ooh. okay, yeah," and I mean. I, it, it was nice to very early on know that everyone 
already knows that they're not laners. Yeah. Like there was no question about it. It was like people have eyes, very obvious. And like I'm glad it was just off off rip. And it's not like this thing that was dragged out and like, oh now by the third one, they're like, Oh yeah, now they're definitely not his kids. It was um but man, yeah, that was a that was a dagger in the heart, that line. Like it That was, was brutal. Yeah. And you could tell it hurt him too. Like he was like Man, like you think I want this too? Like what the fuck you coming to me for? Shit. Um mm. felt poor yeah, poor dude. Felt icky on <laughs> Allison's part. She's definitely yeah. she's definitely getting worse and worse. Mm. Uh but uh yeah, trailing blood down the hallway, Rhaenyra is like, Alright, so you're just gonna name my fucking kid, huh? And he's like, That's our fucking kid, you know? That's our kid. I haven't got a say in any of the other shit. And he's like, she's like, oh, it doesn't seem like you've wanted to fucking say. Uh, you've been mm. off doing sh- and, uh So, like, there's definitely, like, a, there's a strife here. Mm. um, And one that. Naturally felt, so, though. Yes, feels yeah. inevitable. Um, They, an arranged marriage where uh, neither of them have interest in taking the other to bed. Mm-hmm. That feels like uh feels potent for some for some strife. Um but yeah, they go they go back to their chambers where they visit their two sons, little Jaceris, little little Luceris, and uh there's one lad giving her some very, very loving looks. <laughs> uh that's Sir Harwin Breakbone Strong, and I was like as soon as she walked in, he gave her that smile and went, yeah! Yeah, yeah it, was, it, it was oh nice. Oh my god. I, I at love... least, you know, after the fall of Kristen, I'm like, all right, who's my new boy? It's who's, him. who's And it, it's him. And I'm like, yes, I have a new, a new anyway, guy. Oh, uh, I have Dang. a new guy. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I was... <laughs> This is the one thing I said. There's if there's one thing I feel robbed of for the ten year jump, it's the development between Harwin and Rhaenyra. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's that's the only thing that the ten year jump kind of robbed us of. And like, it's not it's not a bad thing, you know. Like, I don't think it's like an actual criticism of the show necessarily. It's just something I would have preferred to see. Not yep. necessarily something I needed to see, I don't think. I'm just like, I wanted more Harwin. You know, like, I, I, I have, like, a tiny, tiny crush on Harwin. So, like, I wanted, like, I wanted to see him on screen a little bit more. Uh, But, man, and the development of this relationship, they've been kind of laying the groundwork throughout the season. You know, when she got back to the, to the uh, festival for Aegon's name day, the hunt, and stuff, and she was covered in blood. Harwin was like, oh, 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 what's up? You know, like, he was all smiles. He was, like, the Save only it. one. Saves her from the green wedding, too. You know, Saves goes through the just, green wedding. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I feel like from that moment, Rhaenyra had to be like, oh, yeah, what's okay. up? How like, you doing? My uh, girlfriend, she, like, while this was happening, she's like, man, Rhaenyra gets around, huh? Like, and I'm like, well, I, you know, yeah, I guess. And I, I at this time, I'm like, I think she just has an obsession with doing what she is not supposed to do. Like she will always go on the opposition because she wants control. Certainly part like, of it. Yeah, she's Certainly very she wants control over her own life and she doesn't like to be told what to do. Um but you know, it's not that there she's was, getting around. I think she just wanted to have kids with someone that she actually had feelings for. Exactly. You know, like, you know, like she that that was her entire thing. 
Yeah. Like throughout the first, like she's like, fine, I'll marry Lan-. the fact that she has two kids for my money with Harwin. Um, I think the first Ooh. ones, I think the first one, she didn't take the, she didn't take the potion and it's Kristen's. Okay. I think just is Kristen is Kristen's baby. Uh, Oh, that adds an interesting little wrench into it. Yeah, we don't really know who the first. Like, they imply that it's Harwin's, you know, but there's but a she... there's an evident silence when, like, and obviously she's not going to be like, yes, Harwin's your dad, you know, like. But I think that furthermore, it was like, no, actually, you and your brothers have different dads, you know, like, uh, I, I think that was kind of. Yeah, I guess it would it really make sense for I'm trying to think of like if Sir Harwin would have gotten with Rhaenyra that early on for that, you know, because like she had to have been pregnant or gotten pregnant by Harwin very early or very soon after the Green Wedding, like to have um, Jasaris. Um, yeah. So I well, guess that's it, the thing. I guess we don't actually hear how old Jaceris is. Um, I take him to be about 10. You know, like, I think he is, Mm. I think he Uh, is about mm. filling that gap there. Um, So that's kind of my thing. Is that like, I I, I do think Jaceris is Kristen Cole's kid. And I think the other two are Harwin's. Um, Ooh, do you think that pulls Kristen back onto Rhaenyra's side eventually? Ooh, like, do you think that ever? Like, I, I was trying to think of why that would be important, or why that would be an aspect of the show. Um, because right now, Kristen is very against Rhaenyra. Called, yeah, know, very Fucking against. Incel. Um, and I, I'm thinking maybe he learns. Oh wait, that's my blood. That's my flesh kid. Of my flesh. I don't know. Uh, hmm. I didn't think about that. No, I just kind of. I just thought they were all harwins uh until now well and i think uh i think it's of note that luke has very curly hair and jaceris does not um uh, like there's there's a few there's a few things that lead me down this road and uh, uh i do i do think that uh i think she did have two kids with harwin and i'd be willing to bet harwin uh there's i mean the thing that's kind of like, ooh, is whether or not Harwin thinks he's Jaceris' dad. Hmm. Um, and, like, here's the thing. my Like, what I would love and what I want is, yes, honestly, all three of these kids are Harwins. You know? I would love that. That's ideal situation. I just don't think that's the situation we have at hand. Um, I think he went thinking they were all of his kids, though. Like I, I don't think so, yeah. I don't think Rhaenyra would she wouldn't tell him that. Um, right, right. Hmm. Wow. I I didn't even think of that possibility because like I was very on the camp of she did not drink that like tea. I was like I would like she did not drink that tea. If she was pregnant, she's pregnant still. Is it? Is what I was thinking, but I didn't even right. follow up on that. I didn't even like think of the implication of it. Um, well, yeah, like once once Allison said, do keep trying. Maybe one of these days you'll get one that looks like you. I immediately went, oh, so this is not their first kid. 
You know, like they they mm. they don't necessarily tell us that they've had kids until they show us the That's two true. other kids. That's true. Um, so it's just kind of like a, I, and one of them looks like he's about nine or ten. So like it's just kind of the it's just kind of the gut feeling there. But mm. uh, yeah, I this and so I'm gonna go ahead and dub a few of my favorites of the episode. Uh, favorite character, Harwin Breakbones. I love this guy, uh, and since it is his last, presumably, I guess we don't necessarily watch it happen, but uh, it seems heavily implied um, that this man is dead. Um, devastating Rest peace, shit. Man. Rest in peace to a real one, Harwin Breakbone Strong. But uh, And then my favorite scene is just this whole sequence where Lenor and... Rhaenyra walk into the walk into the room Harwin's there and it's kind of like this this co-parenting situation where Lenor is well aware who the father of his kids are um and whenever she's like a like Harwin's like a may I my lady like can I can I hold the kid can I hold my kid uh and she looks at Lenor and is like uh Harwin wishes to hold the baby and and Lenor like looks at him and was like of course yes uh, you you definitely can. I was hey, like, oh, I think he was. He had a little bit of hesitation, but he's like, you know what? Like I, I he, he's he's accepted it. You know, it's well, like it's that. Like, that was their like, deal. That was that. That was their whole deal. You know, that's what yeah. they they signed up for at the very beginning. Um, and it's not like he's jealous. You know, like that's the other thing is that he's just kind of like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as far as as his life's going, he seems like he's been having kind of a fun like. He's just been doing whatever the fuck he wants, you know. Yeah, right. Uh, so, I mean, dude's just trying to live it up as much as he can, and uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I like that he he's not immediately hostile or um, jealous or anything of like Harwin. That, yeah. yeah, it's. I think I think Lenor, uh, or not Lenor, uh, it Lenor, yeah, Lenor. maybe Lenor, yeah, Lenor. I gave him my my favorite character last episode. Um, but man, I don't know. I, I just, he might be back to back weeks, man. Uh, yeah. like that's, that's I, my that's thing is if it wasn't, if it wasn't Harwin for me, it was going to be Lanor, um, or Rhaenyra. I liked Rhaenyra a lot this episode too, but, uh, I, I think, think uh, I, it's the, the for me, it's yeah, oh, performance. Yeah. I think I'd have to go Emma Darcy as well. Emma Darcy as, uh, Rhaenyra was just draw jaw droppingly good. Like it was, uh, it was insane. But uh, yeah, favorite character this week was no doubt Harwin, and I'm definitely going to give it to Harwin because we don't have any more time. Oh, oh, uh, no! Makes um. me very sad. Makes me very sad. But uh, yeah, the back half of this episode was just like fuck, 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 fuck. Like I just kept getting more and more upset. But, uh, yeah, so, um, when Lenor and, uh, when, uh, Jaceris and Luceris ask, hey, can we hold, can we hold him? Can we hold him? Lenor's like, no, no, let's leave these two alone. You guys got to get down to the dragon pit. Come on. Uh, and leaves, they leave, uh, the, the newborn behind with Harwin and Rhaenyra and Harwin being like, oh, sleep in front of the Lord Commander of the City Watch. The disrespect and the uh, Rhaenyra being like, oh, insolence does run in the family. This line becomes quite layered. 
later on, considering that uh, Harwin's brother commits quite the act of insolence uh, later on in this episode. Um, Whoa. Like I, we we knew he was he was a, a little finger esque, you know, but but he's really taking it to the next level here. That's some, um, that's some sicko shit right there. Like that's, uh, yeah, this dude. He, we we gotta watch out for this guy. Um, <laughs> he's dangerous. Yeah, you heard man. I really wish my father was here. Okay, let me do. Let me let me do it. And, let me kill him. Wow. Um, well, and yeah, like, that's, that's one thing why I'm like, Allison, like, while, yes, I think in her, like, personal feelings, it's kind of like, God, I wish they would just die so I could, so that this would just go away. You know, like, I don't think she would ever actually take the steps to make that happen. Like, Laris was definitely feeding into her, like, subconscious mind. He was a loose cannon, though. You know, like, she... Like her, her reaction is genuine. You know, she's like, I didn't ask for that. You know, like, that's not what I wanted. Yeah, she was uh, he's freaking like, out. And he's he like, was... okay, okay, sure. Yeah, okay. You didn't want that. Uh, you'll yeah, you're going to owe me when the time comes. Yeah, you owe me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Rhaenyra and Laner's sons go on down to training in the dragon pit, uh, what with, uh, Viserys and Allison's kids. So we got uh, Aegon and Aemond and Josiris and Luceris all down in the dragon pit. And Aemond is the only one without a dragon. Uh, and this episode was important. We did learn more about the uh, dragon egg mm. thing. Mm-hmm. And it made Den- Daenerys all the more impressive. Yeah. Uh, considering half of all eggs lucky. never hatch. Yeah, uh, that's pretty... I, I think... Uh... Is it, did Eamon have an egg? Like, he had an egg, it just hasn't hatched yet. Yeah, he had, like, that's the thing, okay. is that if he's a son of a Targaryen, he had you an have egg. an egg. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because I, the, later on, whenever Rhaenyra offered an egg later on, I thought that that was, like, uh, I was getting confused. I thought that was, like, her way of being, like, I'll give Eamon a dragon. Um. Or is well, that what she's trying to do? But just a different. Like, she's egg trying to, to give him another chance to. Okay, like, that, okay, that like, makes sense. That's the thing with that scene is that she is desperate. You yeah. know, like Allison's not wrong. Whenever they leave, and and Viserys is like, "Oh, she's sincere," and she, and she's like, "Yeah, she might be, but she's desperate." Like yeah. that was like, I was an on. I think that was an on the spot addition. She was like, "Let's marry our kids. Let's join our houses. Helena and Josiris can marry, and they'll rule together." And uh, uh, Allison goes, Rhaenyra, and then she's like, and and then if Serax has another batch of eggs, Aemon can have his pick of them. He could have another chance at having a dragon. You know, like I think it was kind of like mm, a okay. yeah. And if uh, if that if uh, yeah, sure. Um, but yeah. So uh, nevertheless, they're uh, they're all training with the dragons. Josiris is having a fun time uh, getting his uh, Vermax to spit fire at a sheep. And uh, get him to go go munchy munchy mode. But uh, after after the training, they all give Aemon shit about being the only one without a dragon. Specifically, Aegon. Uh, Aegon definitely leads the leads the team here. Uh, mm-hmm. 
and he's like, we found a dragon for you. And I like that Eamon's like, you found a dragon. Okay. <laughs> All right. And uh, so how'd y'all do awesome. that? Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you can tell he's like, he's, he's definitely like a kid, you know? So he's like, he's being hesitant. He's being like, I don't believe you, but what if you're being for real right now? You know, like, what if you did give me a dragon? You know, like uh, what, what then? Um, so like the disappointment whenever the pig comes up and they're all like the pink dread. Ha <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, this poor little fucking kid. He's going to grow up to murder people. Yep. Immediately, my thought as well is like, well, you're all you're doing is making an enemy that I'm assuming someone has to take the who's the the biggest dragon, uh, Vagar. Vagar, thank you. I'm assuming he's the one who steals Vagar somehow. Like he steals a dragon. He is pissed off to the point. He's like, fuck it. I don't care. Like, I'm a Targaryen. I'm going to take my blood. I'm going to take what is owed to me. And I've been made fun of all these. Like, it is stirring the pot for him. Mm. He's going to go off eventually. Yeah, um, I have the feeling you're right. And, and I, I mean, you get him kind of walking down into the pit, you know, and, and seeing all the dragons. And I think that's kind of their way of, of um, just, just showing that, like, he he's very afraid and very kind of he's always been in the background sort of thing but like right. i don't think he'll stop at anything to to try to get a dragon and, and i guess redeem not redeem himself but uh show his brother and everyone else that like he's not anyone to be messed around with i think yeah. like he he will uh, but it'll be i don't know i maybe not uh Vagar necessarily, but a dragon. Um, yeah, I, yeah, no doubt. I'm, I'm with you. Like he's gonna at some point. It feels, uh, it feels inevitable. But uh, yeah, after everyone leaves, he goes ahead and creeps on down into the tunnels where uh, the dragons live, and uh, he almost gets flamed. Mm. He doesn't, you know. I think this was a dragon being like, "Get the fuck out of here, man. This ain't for you right now. Get on now. Get on." Mm. And, uh, yeah, so when, uh, Alicent finds out about this, you know, she wants, uh, it, it, she wants Viserys to do something about Rhaenyra's kids, you know, that whole, uh, what the fuck? Come on now, you know, you know what the fuck going on. You know the same, you know the same what it is. But, uh, before, before that scene, whenever, uh, Amond goes up to Alicent and uh, Helena, and Helena's like studying a little uh, centipede or some some fucking terrifying creature that I want no business with. Um, and I, I do I did like the way that they portrayed Alicent in this scene, being mm -hmm. like, uh, "Man, you're boring. I couldn't give less of a shit about what you're doing here." But uh, yeah, what makes you think that? Yeah. <laughs> What? So like, it's it's still like she's not like uh, absent and she's not like dismissive of her kid or anything, but she's still like you can tell she's like, oh my fucking god, you fucking dork, you know, like uh, something. Is, I don't, I don't know what it is about Helena. Helena, I say that. Helena, yeah. Helena, I don't know what it is like. 
she is a little weird, and maybe she's just pent up in a castle, you know, all day. Maybe it's sort of like, uh, oh, oh my god, what's his name? In Game of Thrones, he eventually killed his daughter, uh, Burner at the stake. Uh, sort uh, of like Stannis. Yeah, Stan. Oh, thank you, Stannis. Sort of like Stannis's daughter, who kind of is just like reading books all the time, just kind of, you know, like in a right. not really doing much, kind of a little, just a little socially weird, I guess. But like, she's studying that bug and like. The last ring has no legs at all. And like just saying like weird little things that sort of it feels hey, like they're alluding to something or trying to make a metaphor. And I don't I it hasn't clicked yet for me. Um there's one that already clicked for me. Um because of the promo for the show and everything. Uh whenever uh Alicent goes and one day you will get a dragon. Helena says something that makes no sense regarding the bug. He'll have to lose an eye. Yeah. The promotion of the show shows Amond with an eye patch when he's older. So. She, like. Is there. Yeah. Who's the rave? The. Is there a pos? No. I don't think she'll be like a three eyed raven or nothing. No. But I think That's what I was trying be- to think. How does she. Does she know? Like, why would she say that right there? It doesn't make sense because right before that, she was talking about how, oh, the last leg, the last, the last thing doesn't have any legs. Uh, And then like, what do you mean this bug has to lose an eye? No, that doesn't make any sense regarding that fucking bug. You're talking about your brother right now. And you're not even like that. That was one where she was not talking about the bug. Like her mom went, you'll have a dragon one day. And without looking up, she goes, he'll have to lose an eye. You know, like, uh, like that's. Is it that she can know the future somehow, or is it just the writers putting in a, you know, putting in a line? Like, are we looking too deep into it or is there something like actually going on with her? I, I don't know. You know, like I'd be willing to bet there's, uh. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting if there was something going on there, but uh, I'm not going to like bet on it. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh, she's got some sort of ability to see the future. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I don't, I don't know. That feels a little weird and contrived. Like, I don't think we'll be able to really go into that. Uh, but I do think there's, it's like an ominous little foreshadowing bit. But after this, Alicent heads on over to Viserys and is like, Rhaenyra's damn kids, they did this shit. What the fuck? And Immediately. he's like, yeah. and, and he, Viserys is like, are you sure Aegon didn't, you sure Aegon didn't do this shit? Like, come on now. You know, you know our son. And, mm. uh, and she's like, uh, no, it's a wonder they even, their eggs even hatched. And, uh, he's like, what the fuck do you mean by that? And she's like, oh, you know what I mean. Mm. I've uh I've I brought up this issue before, and every time you tell me to put it the fuck away, but I can't. Having one kid like that, sure, whatever. Three is an is a goddamn insult to the match you made to everything that we stand for for everything. And uh, he's and this is just the work of some hardcore denial on the part of uh, Viserys here. Uh, th- this is just not the way genetics works, my guy. Uh, nature is a thing of mysterious works, he says. I had a horse once. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was, it was silver as, 
It was black. Yeah, like, it was black <laughs> as a raven. He hooked up with the silver mare. And what the fuck happened? Chestnut Alice, Brown. Yeah, yeah like uh, Allison my immediately guy. comes in and is like, did you see them fuck? Did you see who, who fucked? You know, like, you didn't see well, it. And also, you're basically comparing hair color, which is much less... <laughs> Much less indicative. Uh, uh yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I guess I don't know. There's zero possibility that they're Lanor's kids, right? Like there is absolutely zero. They, okay. These kids are not Lanor's. I think they've made it clear that if the kids have, if the, if they have Valerian blood. They end up growing the white dreadlock type hair. Yeah. And at I mean, the very least. It, especially when mixed with a Targaryen as well. Yeah. Like, it there will should, be white. There should be no regardless. doubt that their hair yeah, is like, white. Like, even Allison and Viserys, like, Aegon has white hair. Yeah. Um, like, like, they, like, red. Like, I guess Allison's hair is red. What is Otto? I don't know. I guess, like, it's not really, uh, Targaryens are just known for their white hair. I guess maybe the the high towers aren't red necessarily, but um, man, I don't know. He he's just he doesn't want to die thinking. No, you know, like yeah, he doesn't want to die thinking that way. No, he's no. I, frankly, I, what Harwin says to his dad later. Whenever his dad's like, and the king is turning a blind eye, and I simply like I I. It's for some reason, and Harwin's like, I wish my dad would share a similar fucking thought. Like, Jesus Christ, dad, put this the fuck down. This is really dangerous. Your goddamn honor is getting in the way. Um, like, you know, we immediately hated uh, Lionel. Lionel. He became a pretty real one, man. He's a uh, dude is he's got an honor. Like, he's got yeah. honor, man. Uh, I respect, I respect this dude, you know, like was, the reason I didn't like him is because they're the very first scene with him in it. Whenever they're like, uh, the line of succession, it should go to Rhaenyra and Lionel goes, what the fuck? <laughs> That's a woman. Uh, yeah. you know, like that was the, that was the only thing that ever let us, let us down the road where we went, ah, oh, Lionel. Uh, but, mm. uh, dude, he's like become, there was no very cool character, yeah, no cruel plot, anything. He was just that what a hand should be you know he's, he, he was. was comfortable with his position it wasn't seemingly he wasn't hungry for power like Otto, i guess he had he was the second in power in the realm so like it's not like he didn't have any power but he didn't lust for the throne at least at least it didn't seem that way right right um, no yeah he didn't at all he he did exactly what a hand should do he served non-biasedly he, he pre- presented the the king with the facts and Whenever his honor was compromised, whenever his bias was compromised, he went, I got to retire, man. This is something I can't be doing anymore. You know, like the complete opposite of what Otto did. Otto was working his hardest to get the kids on the throne. You know, like that's uh, a. So I I do I do fuck with Lionel. He's a real one. But nevertheless, Viserys is, is like, don't speak of this shit again. All right. We're we're done with the whole. Oh, is it their kids? No, no. Fuck it. Sorry. I don't give a shit. They're they're her kids. That's all that matters. Um, and uh, she she walks out of the room to vent to Sir Kristen, and Sir Kristen being like, "Uh, you're right, my queen. Yes, he is he is willfully blind. 
yes, it seems like you are the only one with your head screwed on straight. And she's like, the goddamn Princess Rhaenyra. And he's like, yeah, the Princess Rhaenyra is a brazen and relentless spider who stings and sucks her prey dry. A spoiled cunt. And even Allison like, paused and went like, dude, like, come on now, bro. You a fucking incel. I know you fucked her. Like, I know you had sex with her. Like, you didn't always feel like this, you little pussy boy. You know, like... <laughs> uh, like, I think Allison is kind of like, you're right. Like, I, I, I think that way of Rhaenyra, too. But, but you like, don't get to say it. You don't have any right yet. Yeah, like, you don't get to say that shit. Uh, and I I was like, I, I can't believe they went full incel for Kristen. Like, he's fully blown. Like yeah. that, like even before he went a spoiled cunt, the bitterness when he was like the princess Rhaenyra is a brazen and relentless spider who stings and sucks her prey dry. Like, no, no, she had sex with you once. Get the fuck over it, pussy. Like you, you guys had sex man. once. You guys had sex once and you proposed to marry her and take her away from her inheritance. Yeah. Shut yeah. the fuck up, Kristen. I can't believe, man. I just, I've learned my lesson. And I guess I really didn't because I, I was ride or die for Harwin now. And I just, I just can't get attached. Hey, to at least he wasn't a dick. You know, like True. it's, it's better. <laughs> it's better to die a hero than to see yourself become the villain. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> uh, man. I love it. I love it. But, um, <laughs> damn. But yeah, yeah I did, uh, fucking bottom Kristen. of the totem pole. Absolutely. Yeah, he's bottom tier. He is bottom tier, bro. But uh, they they make their way. Allison makes their way down onto apparently to Egon's room, uh, where Egon is going full Homelander, and yeah. the boy is just beating his dick over King's Landing. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I mean this this window's seen a lot. It has seen so much. Yeah, this this is a win. So much happens at this window. Um, I mean, there's a king who literally kills himself in this window. Mm-hmm. Here in about yeah. 200 years. Wow. Yeah. Um, what a. I love how Allison just kind of walks in and just. It's like she she's walked in on this before. Almost. She just didn't even like pay any mind to it. You know, it's just kind of like talking to him as if he wasn't just jacking off like standing up there, you know? Yeah. Um yeah. just goes to show that like he's going to be a dick. He's just going to be an absolute He's a psych. Well, there's only one other character we've watched do something like this and he's literally the biggest psychopath in the history of media, Homelander. Like Aegon <laughs> is going to Aegon's going to be bad, bro. Well, it's going to be bad. I don't know. I do. Because every time you think someone's good, they're not. But every time you think someone's an absolute cock at the beginning, like Laris or Lit, fuck, the hand. Lionel. Too many L's, man. Um, Lionel. Yeah, like Lionel thought he was an absolute cock. You know, this is his first episode, or Aegon's, you know. So, right, like. Right. Yeah, I uh, I just don't have a lot of faith. But yeah. I don't have a lot of faith in Aegon, uh, the guy who's beating his dick over the uh, out of a window in King's Landing. Feel like that's gonna be feel like that's gonna be a problem. Uh, 
and Allison comes in and he's like, Oh shit. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, falls into his bed, covers up and she, uh, she warns him, you know, be nicer to your fucking, bro- be nicer to your fucking brother. And how about you don't uh, like use your fucking cousin so much one day, you know, you are their rival. You are the threat. You might die because of the shit they're doing. Okay. Like so grabbing like his, his face, face, like, like, like doing the same thing Otto did to her, like striking yeah. the fear into him. Um, of the of the true reality of of what's going on, um, and there there was a noticeable change in Aegon after this. He he's kind of like, I think he's like this is the first time where he kind of realized who he is, and he's not just mm-hmm. a kid doing kid things anymore. Yeah, like he's kind you are of like, you, according to what everyone thinks besides Rhaenyra, you should be the king. Yeah, just by living, just I by think this you conversation. Reading, yeah, I think this conversation is the one is has the same impact on Egon that the one that Otto had with Allison as he was leaving the city had. Like, this it, is what you need to do. Brought it, it basically, she just dropped all the family drama, just dragged them into the the family drama, mm-hmm. and was like, I mean, it was bound later when to they're happen. training. Yeah, later when they're training, mm-hmm. and he just like shoves the kid over. It's like, damn man, that's the little one too. Like what the fuck are we doing here? Um but uh yeah, Egon seems like he's going to be a goddamn problem. Uh but elsewhere in Pentos first first trip across the narrow sea mm-hmm. over in uh, over in Essos, uh, Damon and Lena, Lena now played by Nana Blondell, uh showing off their dragons by riding them for a crowd. Um How about the fact that Damon can fly right through Dragonfire. I was just about to bring that up. I it, like because Daenerys literally being like the birth of her dragons in fire. Like she had zero. She's immune to fire. Like yeah. Daenerys was, and I was wondering if like Targaryens are truly immune to fire. And this, like, yes, he flew through a fireball. A normal I... person would die through it's that even though they're fire. flying fast like in like he just yeah. was through like it's he was dragon fire that's yeah. gonna kill you like at even fucking lena and vagar they pull off they don't go through the fire that vagar ah is. so there you is know? something with targaryens yeah man. which is really interesting um viserys made it seem that it was all a front that it was all you know like b- back when he was telling rhaenyra about the dream about everything he's like it's it's just to get, you know, just so that we can get to this point to have a Targaryen on the throne to defeat the threat that's coming from the north. It's all a front. But, like, there is some link with Targaryens and dragons. Like, something. But why some wouldn't... Blood magic. I mean, I get, yeah. That's the other thing, though, is that, like, I wasn't sure if, like... A Targaryen is able to like fly through dragon fire the way that we're able to like throw our our finger through a fucking candle flame. That's you know what, what I was. Saying? Yeah, yeah, but uh, I don't think dragon they sh- fire. They don't show that. They don't do. They did that for a reason, not just exactly. to like. They didn't do it and then show the people watching it like to be like, oh wow, that was cool. It, they showed it happening and then just continued on. Like right. it would have been one thing for them to be like. 
to cut back to the castle and have everyone be like, whoa, cool air show. Right, right. But, like, it was to show that he can do survives that. through fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, I was, I was amazed at that. So it'll be interesting to see how that might come around. Um, maybe you have to be like, do it is it just any amount of Targaryen blood that allows you, you to do to be that? Born of a fucking Targaryen and Targaryen relationship. I had I had the same thought. Well, and I think uh, I think it's also I didn't even put this together until just now. Uh, I think they show that Damon can survive dragon fire because later on in the episode, Lena very much so does not. Um rough yeah uh, duh yeah because i was wondering why wouldn't like their house be able to like they they all come from valyria and you know like i guess it would make sense if if they had some ties to dragons too but um yeah i don't know i i wonder what the the tie i guess where did dragons you know come from was it like the i think it was valyria um well like not location wise like i mean like did the same the sisters of the night is that what they were called what were the people who like created the night king and create like uh you know, the like, uh, the, the children of the forest yeah like it was it something like that they created dragons and yeah like, maybe sure like the first targaryen like i don't know like i'm trying to think of how they could have a tie to dragons or where this magic comes into play like well there there um, is the fact that uh like we I Pentos is over in Essos and it's said that the blood magic that was done to the Link Targaryens and uh dragons was done across the narrow sea somewhere. Um so I mean like mm. there's there's some chance that like I don't know, maybe Damon Maybe in the last ten years, Damon has gone ahead and performed some blood magic ritual that ties him to the dragon in such a deep way that he's immune to fire. You know, I don't think that's the case, but like, I, I, like as good as any guess. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, hmm. But man, seeing Vagar here though, Vagar, uh, big boy, and, big girl. Yeah, that's and it's it, nice to have like the confirmation of like the biggest in the world. You know, later on, just to know like, okay, this is what. A big well, boy will well not the biggest just the biggest currently. Yeah. Right. So she, drove, she that's what's cool about Vagar too. Uh, later we get a good look at Vagar. That's an old, old, old bitch. Um she was the dragon Visenya, the sister wife to Aegon mm-hmm. the Conqueror. Uh Vagar was with Balerion. Like they, they rode over and wow. Vagar was a part of conquering Westeros for the Targaryens. Damn. So like this is an old dragon, you know. Yeah, it had like um, the tr- like sort of looked like hair, but not yeah, like the yeah, yeah, yeah. like tree sort of yeah. like I don't know what I don't know what it was, but like and the holes in the wings, like you could tell, like this is it's an old. They've been around dragon. for a while. Yeah, so like just at, at least since the conqueror came over to <laughs> Westeros, this this dragon's been around, uh, aided in the conquering of Westeros, but. Damon and Lane are uh, at a dinner with the Prince of Pentos, who uh, makes them an offer. You know, uh, 
She's like, oh, you want to marry one of our daughters? And their daughter is like, no, what the fuck? And uh, he's like, no, no, don't worry. That's not the type of shit we do over here in Essos. Um, yeah, I just wanted to move you down. I just wanted to move you in. You'd get paid a lot by the taxes from everybody around. Um, you know, you can help us with the dragons if the war with the triarchy arises again. You know, they've a lot. They've allied with Dorne, so that seems like it's going to be a problem. Dorne has always been like, uh, uh, we like to be by ourselves, mm. so we're going to go ahead and fight. Um. But yeah, I liked I liked this whole scene, uh, the reintroduction of Lena and uh, seeing them just plainly together. Um, and I think this this guy, whoever the leader is at like this castle, the guy who's like making the toast. Um, I think it it wasn't just him trying to sweet talk. I mean, it's him just trying to sweet talk Damon into making the deal and like make it go his way. But I think as for the show, the reason they put it in here is like whatever what they t- touch on later about Damon longing for home and him being like, nah, like, no, not at all. But like this toast was like the ultimate, like, this is my home. This is my, my heritage, you know, like, and he stood up and he's like, yes, he's like, like, uh, I think it just, this was to show that he like is truly longing for home. Like he, even though he says yeah. he's not like he, he doesn't I mean, like, want to stay. Later on in the episode, whenever he's like, uh, he literally, it's like the next scene when Lena's like, I can't believe you're even fucking considering that shit. And he's like, well, don't you like it here? Like, don't you, aren't you glad to be void of all the politicking and all of that shit over in, over in King's Landing, over in Westeros? And it's like, you just made an arrangement for like a war. Like you just, like that's, that's just, that's exactly what you were just doing over here. So clearly you're not completely devoid of, of that. And, um, it's, uh, Hmm. Hmm, that is true. I guess it's, yeah. Cause he makes this deal and he, he is signing up for, and like, even though he's gaining an ally, he's also gaining enemies too. Like this is a war that is going to start. I didn't, yeah, I didn't think about that. I guess I, I was just thinking, like, this is where he settles down and just stops being Damon, you know? And, right. But he's, I don't think he can stop. This dude's not, not going to stop till the day he dies. No, like, he's Damon Targaryen, bro. And I think it's very clear that he's not only, like, whenever Lane is like, hey, man, I miss my brother, and I think you miss yours, too. I think he misses a little bit more than his brother. Uh, mm-hmm. I, think, I think he misses Rhaenyra because she's like a word is Rhaenyra had another child and he like like his head like snaps to her like oh shit uh, does it happen to bear a very strong resemblance to the uh, the commander of the city watch so like it's no it's rumored across the narrow sea it's bro known. like yeah. it's not it's not a secret you know, uh, it's a, it's a strong, strong rumor. Um, it's amazing how Damon can be so loving, but also so much of a dick at the same so time. So cold. Like, like he, he like feels, you know, like the, the yeah. stomach, you know, like her stomach and, and, you know, kind of pulls her in close. But then at the same time is just like, all right, now I'm going to go back to my reading. Like just stare like after she's like, do you want to, or I forgot what she said to him. Something like she was waiting for a response. Or something, and then Damon just kind of looked at her like, 
are you gonna leave like i'm I'm, yeah. I'm done here like you know my answer let me go back to my reading like do you not long for home mm. uh but yeah like i'm i'm probably just gonna knock out all their scenes now because mm. uh it, it, there's not much more that happens with the storyline other than we see like uh Lane to speak with her daughter for a little bit, which was really, really cute. And it was just kind of the explanation about how, you know, this, her dragon egg hasn't hatched yet. Uh, you know, Lena says she wasn't, it wasn't until she was 15 that she had a dragon. It's also really cool that she rides Vagar now, because I don't know if you remember our introductory scene to Lena whenever she's talking to Viserys. Uh, but she's like, and it said that Vagar is somewhere out in the world, like, uh, Oh, he's dragging cool. a Westeros, you know, like, uh, I thought that was, I thought that was a really cool little, like, I, and like, as soon as she was like explaining the history of it, I remembered that and I was like, oh shit, that's right. She was talking about how she loved, she, she loved dragons and stuff and she didn't get one until she was older and now she rides the biggest alive. So like, it was, uh, another very moment, nice moment in the show where it's actually a, a nice loving mo, you know, like some, mm. a mother and a daughter, just the mother being like, it's okay. You know, like, I know you don't have exactly what you want. You don't have a dragon, but that's not what matters. You know, like, it's okay. Like, and it was so sad. She's like, are they, are they going to, do I have a spot here? I don't have a dragon. Like, am I going to be allowed to it's stay here? very clear here? that they want that. Like, yeah, like, oh, oh man. Like, oh, yeah. Shit was heartbreaking, man. But, uh, yeah, I also, I thought it was interesting that they, they kind of, also explain that the daughter because they have two daughters already mm. the daughter that he's teaching i valerian i expect she probably does have a dragon and whenever uh whenever her daughter whenever she's like uh he ignores me you know like uh he he doesn't like it's like oof fucking a yeah, I think there's I think there might be something there too. Like uh hmm. like Damon uh he he's just such a he's such a interesting character because this was far and away the I mean this 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 episode reflects the n- nicest on Damon compared yeah. to everything because uh and I'm just going to jump to the 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 horrible shit now. Uh Lena going into labor and things going terribly for her uh and it's the same problem Emma faced, you know, the baby's in breach. It's not going to come. It's either we cut the baby out and she dies and we can't even guarantee the life of the baby. And uh, he asks, you know, like, will the mother survive? Uh, he goes, no. And he goes, nope. Don't do it. Was it a nope? Oh, okay. Like, I'm the thing that confuses, like. I felt like it was kind of left up in the air. I don't think he would have made the decision to actually go through with it. Gotcha. Um, like I don't. I I think I'm in the camp that he would have saved his wife, not the baby. But how was she let to walk out on her own? Like she is still the baby's still there, right? Like, yeah, and she's yeah. still in. How like? I guess it would make it would only make sense if he says no, leave. Um, okay, okay. So he did. He, I guess he did tell them no, because if he, I, I just it, it kind of felt like it jumped to her just walking out, 
And like, I'm like, wait a minute, like what, like how is Damon not with her? How is a, some ma- like maester doctor, whatever. No. Yeah. Like, like, I think, uh, I think she overheard this conversation. This dude was having with Damon and when she's like, no. I'm not going to give him the chance. Like I'm uh, just like, this isn't going to happen one way or the other. There's one way for this pain to stop. It, it, is it an option to kill the baby to save the wife? Is that ever an option? Or, um, cause they don't really bring it up. It really is only like saving the baby. And is that just the medieval mindset of like, we don't care about the woman, you know, like we, um, I don't think so. I don't know how in the world you could possibly like, I'm not a, I'm not a doctor or anything. So like, I have zero clue. I don't think they have a way to save the wife and just go ahead and remove the baby. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's the very essence of the problem is that they okay. cannot get the baby out. Okay. And you know, so like that, that makes more sense now. Like that, cause I guess in the, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking like that that's still an option, but it's just not in their minds at all because of the medieval mindset that they have. Yeah. No. Um, I, well, and I think the medieval thing is important. I don't think they have the means to, like, I think yeah, that it's, obviously they literally now, cannot. now we would have the means and yeah. stuff, but, uh, I don't think that, uh, I don't think they have the means at all to make something like that happen. Uh, and yeah, it, this was the hardest scene to watch as she, she stumbles on out before Vagar and begs Vagar. Dracarys, Dracarys, and Vagar being like, man, nah. Like, it almost looked like Vagar was going to cry. Yeah. Like, how the fuck do they make a dragon? Like, it, it, like, there was a connection between them, and Vagar was like, I, I do not want to do this. Like, it, it's a dragon, and I'm thinking in the back of my mind, like, holy shit, this dragon doesn't want to kill you know, their rider, but, like, sees how much pain that she's in and, like, yeah. knows that, like, this is actually the best. Like, it in the mind of the dragon, I'm like, how the... Didn't have to... It's a dragon. It didn't say anything, obviously. But, like, it, it looks like... like uh, uh, like, yeah. looks, looks back and forth, like, ah, oh, man, I really don't want... <gasps> like, I think Vagar even, like, sighs at one point. Like, it's like, oh. Jesus. Uh, but... Yeah, whenever uh, the dragon finally does as ordered, Lena is burnt to a crisp, uh, and Damon finds her as this happens, and uh, he looks he looks distraught. You know, he doesn't look. Uh, I wouldn't say he looks devastated, but I wouldn't say he certainly isn't like he's not unaffected. Yeah, yeah, he's like, not unaffected. Whenever he... last episode, whenever uh, like. Uh, the dudes at the Vale, the Royces, were like, you did this! You killed Rhea! And he was like, oh, I was positively bereft. You know, like, I believe that he's positively bereft. You know, like, he seems like he is, like, that was not something he wanted to happen. Like, like he seems very, like, Lena doesn't deserve that sort of thing. Like, whenever, like, earlier, whenever she's like, the doctor's like, hey, man, this is going hard. This is not gonna... This is not going to end up good. And he goes, my brave girl, you know, like he's, I think that's, 
I feel like Sincere. they just had a, a missed opportunity here for um for her to die in Damon's arms and they both get burned, but Damon comes out unscathed. Um, um like I I, I I I the reason I don't think they did it is because Damon isn't like that, I don't think. I don't think he he loved her like to that point, maybe. No, um, yeah. I think uh I think this was another move that elevated his station a little bit. You know, it gave him opportunities that he didn't otherwise have. Mm. Um, he has Valyrian babies, you know. I think that's something he, he really wanted. Uh, nothing but daughters. So I think he's still like, I'm going to go ahead and figure out a way to go ahead and have another kid somewhere. But uh, uh, pure blood. Pure blood, yeah. So, yeah, this shit was tough, though, man. This shit did make me cry. Um, mm -hmm. It made Emily cry. You know, this has been this has been a show so far that Emily's been kind of like a. She's enjoyed watching it, but she's been deeply disturbed week to week. Um, yeah. So it was a uh, it was nice to finally have an episode that actually like reached her on an emotional level. That was like, it wasn't just it. it it just felt like it had a lot more meaning, you know? It felt yeah. a lot more resonant. Uh, yeah, it wasn't uh, a grotesque or incest-filled or anything that's, like, that gets a normal person to, to eke. It was, it was an act, like, anyone well, watching the thing this that show, did it was the dragon for her. Like, it was like, it was like, oh, uh, no, like, uh, like, it was the dragon being like, oh, no, 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 like, I don't want to do this, bro. Like, uh, that shit hurt. It, it was really fucking sad, man. But. Uh, that does happen quite a bit down the road in the episode, but they don't have a lot of scenes. It's like only three or four scenes that Damon yeah. and Lena are involved in, but I just wanted to go ahead and get it out of the way. But it is, that part is cut together with the hardest parts to watch of the episode. Like, they they hammer it into you uh, at the end of this episode that shit is not going well. Um, but... Uh, that yeah, brings back us in, back to the courtyard. The yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, the yeah. training. Okay, so there we yeah, are. Now we're to training. So back in King's Landing, uh, Viserys and Lionel are watching the king's grandsons. Well, I mean, both of their grandsons, I guess. Uh, train in the yard with uh with uh Sir Kristen, and uh, it's it's funny watching all of it. You know, Aegon's very clearly. He's been trained for a while. He's well mm -hmm. adept. Aemond is hopeless out there. He's just deterred out there. Yeah, uh, he's got the dude. he's got one hand up and he's he's tossing the he's <laughs> tossing the sword forward. Yeah, like he's not looking he's not looking great out there. He doesn't look very strong. But that's one of the things that leads me to believe this dude's going to end up being like a uber badass. Um, but yeah, yeah so. He's gonna have an arc to him. He he's yeah. He's gonna have a rise to power. It's gonna be interesting. But uh yeah, so Kristen's training of Aegon and Aemond uh, is a little bit more hands on than uh than his of Josiris and Luceris. He's a bit more involved in their training. He just kinda mm -hmm. lets the other two go about their business. And Harwin pulls up, notices such things, and is like, Yeah, what the fuck? Um, I also want to point out that whenever Kristen's like, we'll see if you can touch me. Let's do this shit. I am certain Kristen Cole meets his demise at the hands of Aegon. 
Oh. I think Egon will kill Kristen. I think that's a... Touched you now, huh? He's going to have yeah. like a like a last line, like a... Well, because okay. he looks pressed at Kristen at mm. one point. Like, like, it's kind of like... He's just kind of like, you little fucking man. You know, I think it's kind of... It's just out of... It's out of a, a superiority complex, you know? Like, I do think he truly believes, like, you're a lowborn fucking knight. You don't get to tell me what to do, you know? So, uh, fuck off. How about that? Um, but it's going to be satisfying for all sorts of reasons. Um, but yeah, Harwin notices that Aegon and Aemon are getting trained a little bit more hands-on. And he's like, uh, so what the fuck? What's up, Kristen? Seems like you should be spreading out your, uh, spreading out your teachings a little bit. Come on now. And, uh, Kristen's like, all right, all right, let's do this then. And he grabs Jace by like the fucking armor and pulls him out and uh the way they flash up to Viserys every once in a while being like oh what the fuck mm. uh like I don't like that and it reminded me a lot of like I, I played football a lot mm. when I was younger and this was a way that people who coached football got kids attention they grab your shoulder pads and they pull you in and frankly it's jarring it's shitty and never felt good so it's like I I know for a fact Jace was like, man, what the fuck? You know, like it's like I don't like this. Um, it's the it's the fucking man over sort two of thing. little kids. Kristen has to like get. That's how he gets off. You know, he's like it, sticking it to Rhaenyra is like mm-hmm. how, like he that, that's in the back of well, his mind. What's shitty? What's shitty? You know what I think he's doing is mistreating his own son. Oh, fuck, I didn't put that together. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's going to realize. Maybe that's his moment. Maybe that's his moment of, like, his redemption. And maybe right before he dies, he does one last act for his son something uh, to realize, like, damn. why Aegon kills him. I'm just certain Aegon kills him. But, uh, hmm. I like that, though. Yeah. I I like any uh, death of Kristen Cole. Yeah, um, it's as a, long it's, as it's, it's brutal. It's an ideal state of affairs if Christian Cole dies. Um, think he goes the same way getting his head bashed in over and oh, over and over? I would love that. I would love that. Um, but yeah, Kristen has Aegon and Rhaenyra's oldest son, Jace, uh, go toe-to-toe. And Harwin's like, hey, man, that's hardly fucking fair. And Christian's like, oh, I know you've never touched a battlefield, Harwin. But the last thing anyone should expect out there is fairness. Um... And all of a sudden, he's all, like, prissy and, like, like an uber fuckboy. Like, this dude's never been like this. And now, all of a sudden, he's like, like I don't know. I hate him. I just like, hate him. He, he could have said that in a... Like, it makes sense. Like, out in the battlefield, it's not going to be fair. But, like, he but said it like, in a I way... I know you've never... Yeah. You've never done such a thing. Yeah. He's just... They... Man. How... They... They know how to write a character to make you hate them. Like, oh, it's it's really it really well. well done. Uh, I do like that Aegon beats Jace down a little bit for a second, knocks him over, but Jace gets up, comes out swinging, and like I loved looking at the people watching. You know, Harwin being like, "Yeah," you know, like, <laughs> "Yes, fuck yeah," you know, <laughs> getting up, and, yeah, yeah, like you got that, you got this shit. And this this is why I like wish and hope Jace is actually Harwin's. Like, I like the protectiveness mm-hmm. and the the fatherly instinct he has over him. So like I I I'd much prefer it be 
much prefer Jace being Harwin's son, but still, uh, ultimately, Jace, uh, Jace does get beat down again after they separate. You know, they both get pulled in. Kristen's like, they're both instructing them one-on-one. They're heading to their corners. Their instructors are putting the water in their mouth, cleaning up the cuts, you know? And uh, uh, I, I love that Kristen's, like, in his face, like, you little fucking pussy, you better go beat his ass down. And then they cut to Harwin and Jason. Jason's like, <laughs> he's, like, laughing, and Harwin's like, you got this, buddy. You're good. I love you, man. Like, uh, I loved that shit, you know? They were, just, they were just building, like, the difference between the way these kids are being raised. You know, uh, Egon being much more subjected to a, you've got to do this. You're only good. You're only worthwhile if you're a fucking behemoth of a monster, you know? Mm-hmm. And Harwin's going to Jace like, hey, man, you're the underdog. You're doing good. I love you, buddy. Good job out there. Keep trying your best. Um, and Jace is like, awesome. Cool. Let's get this shit going again. And uh, they start fighting. Kristen keeps shouting instructions. Use your feet. Egon kicks him down. Uh, don't let him get up. And he keeps hammering away. And then Harwin goes ahead and steps in, goes, Hey man, what the fuck? He like stops Aegon. Uh, Aegon goes, unhand me, sir. Don't you know who I am? My mom's, my dad's a lawyer. Uh, but, uh, and Kristen's like, you forget yourself, sir Harwin. That is the prince. Uh, and he's like, Oh, is this, is this what you do? Is this what you do? You beat the, you beat the littler guy down over and over. I think that's some bullshit. And uh, Kristen's like, it's interesting. It's interesting the way you uh, you care about Josiris' training. You know, mm. it feels only the way that, you know, one might look after a cousin. Or a brother. Or a son. And, uh, ooh. Boom! I My favorite scene shit. right here. Yeah, um, I already yeah, put it I down. I this shit. Harwin eating the yeah. shit out of Kristen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uh, just it, it. Not just because Kristen's getting the shit beat out of him, but like Harwin's character, like defending his kids, even though like he knows him doing this is gonna fuck. Like he knows he shouldn't do this, but like it's his kids, and like he doesn't want. I don't know. It, it's it's a very well. No matter what he does, it's dang, man. Kristen beat a nobleman to death last week. He has Allison, or he has Allison on her side, though. Sure, like Are the Queen Like, but I guess how legitimate is Rhaenyra right now in the eyes of everyone? She's well, having eyes, kids. Well, here's the thing: the fucking king can do whatever he wants. It's absurd that he keeps going. Oh yeah, sure, Allison. You know, like he's been he's been all like for five episodes. He's been like, "You don't get what you want. I get what I want. I'm the king. I'm gonna do it anyway." So sorry, dude. And then Allison all of a sudden is like, "You can't do that over my dead body." And he's like, "Okay." Uh, I think that's sorry. just that's the ten years. Like he's getting weaker and weaker physically, and he is a weak king now too. He like right. Allison has taken control. She yeah. she is controlling everything now. Um. And I mean, I did like, you know, seeing Kristen get his, his, his face beat in here, but at the same time, I'm also like, fuck, like you just, you, you sealed your fate here. Like yeah, this. You, confer- you basically confirmed everyone's suspicions. Just Cyrus and Luceris watched this happen. 
You know, they hear the accusation Kristen hurls at them. They see the way Harwin reacts. They see, like, whenever Harwin gets pulled away and he goes, say it again. Like, say it again. Do it. And, uh, you know, like, that's Josiris and, I mean, Josiris for sure is like, oh, I know who my dad is. You know, like, right there and then. like, And, man, it might not even, his dad could be the one on the floor. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Fuck. That's that's what matters though, is that Harwin's been there like he is his dad, you know? Like that's that's the thing, is that Josiris and Luceris have been raised faithfully by Rhaenyra, by Lanor, by Harwin. Like clearly Harwin's been like the He's been the protector of the family since Kristen's kind of gone over to Alicent. Mm. Uh, so he's kind of fulfilled that role. He's been there to watch over the kids when everyone's gone. They show that at the beginning of the episode. He's there with Josiris and Luceris when no one's around. Like, he's he's helping and raising these kids, you know, uh, mm. which was very cool. Uh, but, yeah, this shit sucked. Uh, this shit hurt uh, because you knew, you knew this kind of sealed his fate. But, yeah, so after this. Rhaenyra is informed of an incident in the uh, in the yard. And, uh, she she goes to find Harwin to talk to him, and she walks in on a, mm. on, a on a reaming Lionel digging into Harwin about how through, he's putting through her secret passage too. And I think this this shows how easy like this is why Damon could spy in on the the council meetings and yeah. how like this is happening like. They they know these secret passageways and like it, it I don't like at first we were like how the fuck could that happen but now it's like they're they're behind they're behind yeah. the scenes it's not like it's not just random access it's it's secret entrances um that seemingly Damon is privy to and mm-hmm. granted Rhaenyra access to and Rhaenyra probably since then has gone like hey Arwen meet me in the mm. meet me in the the walls. Um, but yeah, Lionel's yelling at Harwin about putting the family in danger, a shadow clouding the house, and Rhaenyra overhearing everything. Uh, I loved the shots here, like the pillars, Harwin standing between mm-hmm. one over here and just like distantly Lionel in between another, and uh, just like the this was some great acting by Ryan Core. He's the guy that plays Harwin. Uh, he is in pain. Yeah. Like emotionally, emotionally distraught, you know, uh, the tears in his eyes whenever he's like, uh, oh, I wish my I wish my dad would have the same blind eye, you know, like he's like, what the fuck? Like, again, another scenario of you think I like this? You know, like you think that this is something I prefer, mm. you know, like I obviously there are other ways that seem much more above board code like. I'm good, you know, like I, we're good. And yeah. uh, it's, it's, it, it really did suck, you know, uh, very real threat of, you know, he's, and I like the way Lionel goes about it. He's like, it's not just our house you put in danger. It is Rhaenyra. It is your kids, you know, like they could all be exiled or killed if people find out, you know, like, and I, I do really appreciate that too, because Lionel's not just looking out for his house. He is now looking out for what he knows are his grandkids. Oh. Yeah. I didn't. 
Duh. I was wondering why he was like, uh, obviously he's going to be against it because he's the hand and it's his family and, you know, it's, it's natural for him to feel that way, but obviously even more if it's like, oh, they're my blood too. Like, yeah. Ah, uh, man. Yeah, it was, it was hard to watch that, like, that scene. And it, do you think Rhaenyra was actually going to go up and talk to them? Like, was that her goal to actually go, go to talk to him? But then she heard what was being said, and she's like, okay. I think she was going to go talk to Harwin, and then Lionel was there. Ah, okay. So it was kind of like a, like, nobody knows, you know, nobody's watched them do it, you know, but it's like, okay, yeah, like, it feels pretty I mean, Lionel evident. says, like, Lionel even says, like, the people have eyes. Like, he's, yeah. he's saying it is so These obvious. kids look like you. Yeah. Like that, like <laughs> it's simple, and like the way later on, Allison's like her plain featured sons. Uh, Each, yeah. I was like, man, Harwin's way fucking finer than any of any of the shit yeah. y'all got going on. Like Harwin's cute as fuck. This man's sexy. I don't know what y'all talking about, but uh, <laughs> yeah. nevertheless, Rhaenyra is you know gathering her thoughts on all this as well as dealing with quite the uh, sore chest due to nursing. When uh, Lanor and uh, his homie Carl with a Q bursts in, uh, they're drunk and they're drunk, singing loud. And uh, Rhaenyra asks the friend to like give them some privacy, and Lanor is like, "Ah, this man says there's war afoot in the Stepstones, man. I'm so ready. <laughs> uh, I'm so ready to go down there. Ah, to be at sea again." You know, and I do love this, like, because his dad is Corlys Valerian, the largest fleet in the country. He's considered the sea snake. Their home is the sea, you know, like, it's in his blood. He wants to be, he wants to be at sea. And uh, she's like, hey, man, shut the fuck up. We got shit to do. You are not leaving. This, this is us. We, we gotta, this shit is happening. And he's like, hey, man, I don't know. What She's was like, the line? Uh, one the wise sailor the storm line. Yeah, yeah. The wise sailor flees as the storm gathers, uh, is what he says. And uh, she's like, she says he's sorely mistaken if he thinks that their son's true father is going to abandon them to go carousing through the narrow sea, waggling his sword and winking at his sailors. Uh, there was a line she had that I was kind of like, ooh, ooh, felt a little. Felt a little homophobic, um, mm. where she goes, uh, "You've been uh, in, you've been in King's Landing, guzzling all the wine, and God's know what else." Yeah. Um, I was yeah. like, "Ooh, eek. I guess she does say later on, like, "I've let you do yeah, whatever like, with I any think, guy I think that this, you wanted," but yeah, and obviously, I don't think I don't think it actually was like I think it was more like a just a, I know I I know you I know out, what you're doing you out yeah, here. I, yeah, I know you out here, uh, but uh, yeah, he counters that he's played his part faithfully for ten years. I think I'm owed something. She goes, "No, no, 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 no! You're not owed shit. You've you've done exactly what we knew we would. Okay, you've gotten to do everything you've wanted. Everything's exactly what we expected. You're not owed anything extra. Okay, uh, you do not desert your your post when the storm lashes." And he goes, "Ah." 
the wise Jeez. sailor flees when, as the storm gathers. And she's like, fine then. I command thee. Yeah, it's it's really not what they promised each other, though. They promised each other that they would do their duty to the realm and have kids themselves. That's true. But that was their promise. Not that she would have kids with someone else. Like, he, like, Lenor is right here. Like, and I, I mean, yes, their part of the deal was also that they could sleep with whoever. And, like, that's that's not going to matter. But, like, the deal was to do their duty to the realm. And that's not just to get married. It was to produce heirs as well with themselves. So I don't know. I mean, it's kind of a, a gray area-ish. But, like, Rhaenyra is not. Well, I question if they've even. Like I, I seriously if doubt they've ever fucked at all. Yeah, if they've ever consummated the marriage, you know, and I can't say that's that's one hundred percent on Rhaenyra, you know, like that's yeah. I mean, no way on their wedding night that it happened. Usually, it had you know no, on no, the wedding no, night they no. take you know. Yeah, like, there's no the way they went. They went home and were like, "All right, well, I guess we should fuck now." Yeah. Nah, nah, they were distraught. I'd be willing to bet they've never had sex. Um, it just makes sense for them to have not had sex but uh yeah hmm and I, I it's like i feel bad for for lanor but at the same time like rhaenyra is sort of right a little bit like she is like you have been oh yeah experiencing like, the spoils. The is that there's no there's no black and white here one of them is not right one of them is not wrong there are out like it's just a complicated situation they're in they've got to come to some sort of understanding about how they need to be a little bit more there for each other, you know. Uh, but uh, after this, they head on over to a, a small council meeting where Rhaenyra, Alicent, uh, a Lannister, a new maester. We got a very, very new small council. Um, and uh, they're they're discussing the issues of the Stepstones. Viserys is like, oh, will we ever be rid of this fucking place? Uh, they've got one of the fucking small council members can't fucking hear. So he thinks they're still on an issue when they're not, they're far past it. And it's like, wow. Yeah. There's a lot of shit going on here. But, uh, at the end, Rhaenyra stands to speak and says, says to the queen, I have felt the strife between our families and for any offense given by mine, I apologize, but we are one house. And long before that we were friends. She then proposes that Jace and, uh, Helena are married. Uh, and that it would be a good uh, good idea for the realm. She also proposes the idea of the dragons for Aemond. And uh, mm. but then the princess's breasts start uh, visibly leaking through her dress, uh, and yeah. that's what sucks is the misogyny of the of the time just instantly dismissed her. Like it was like it was like oh well she can't be she can't can't be valid. She started leaking like yeah. like the way Allison was like. Rhaenyra. Yeah. Like, okay, you bitch. Sorry that I just gave birth. And, yeah. uh, Jesus sorry? Christ. That shit <laughs> yeah. made me eek. I was like, fuck you, Rhaenyra. She's giving just major Karen, Republican, middle-aged woman vibes. Like, it's just so hard. It's so hard to like her. I don't like her anymore, and it sucks because I did like her for several episodes. Um, yeah. But this was just all all undone very quickly um mm. but yeah so as they leave 
Allison says, how sweetly the fox speaks when it's being cornered by the hounds. And uh, Viserys is like, come on, man, stop this shit, bro. The whole time he's sitting in the small council meeting, like he's like, yes, fucking grand. I love this idea, Rhaenyra. Thank you so what much. Judicial propose or proposition, whatever he says. Yeah, like I mean, what a judicious proposition, Rhaenyra. You're finally becoming the woman I wanted, Alicent. Please consider this. Um, and, I, and the thing, like, yes, it is out of desperation that Rhaenyra is making this request. But like, if Alicent was truly worried about her kids, this could end the beef right mm-hmm. here and now. Like, everything if- would have been just fine. And that's the thing, is that this is what makes it clear she's not just worried about the lives of her kids. She wants Aegon on the throne now. Um, Which, it goes back to, we thought Otto was very conniving and sneaky, but he's really just more of a realist, and he's like, the realm won't accept Rhaenyra, there will be war, he's just trying to avoid war. Alicent is actively starting the war. Yeah, yeah, and it's different. Like I, I don't, I don't see it as as the same. Um, and Otto, it's not completely, you know, that way. Otto is definitely he wants his blood on the throne too. Like he, he has that lust too. So it's not like I'm Otto's a saint here and just trying to no, yeah. prevent war. Just, but the High Towers are a lustful family. They want power. It's very clear and. uh uh, she she tells Viserys, you know, okay, sure, you can do what you want, husband. When I'm fucking dead, uh, and you're very clearly gonna die before me. I don't know if you've noticed. Um, but uh, their conversation is interrupted when the hand of the king Lionel Strong appears in the in the chamber as she's giving him a blanket, fluffing his pillow and stuff. And uh, love this detail, like. While in front of other people, while other people are watching, she will do anything to make the king look weak mm-hmm. and needing help and like whatever. First but walks this- in, the hand of the king is here. She she answers. He's resting, and he's like, "Fuck no, I'm not. I'll see him. Come on in, Jesus Christ." Um, like and uh, they've made it seem that Allison has been the one kind of controlling things for these ten years, and that like she's been the one really doing things, but. Is this like Viserys's first time of being like, like yo, like I don't know. Is this the first time he's like, no? I like I, it, wanna... I take it that this is a pretty. I'd be willing to bet they've done this dance for a while, mm-hmm. where Alicent is controlling things. Viserys makes a makes a stand every once in a while, like I will have this, mm-hmm. and it's like one little tiny fucking thing, and then like he, it just keeps going, you know. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, Lionel shows up. He's like, I need to resign my post, uh, given what happened in the yard with my son Harwin. And Viserys is like, hey, man, he was ousted from the city watch. Ain't that enough? And he's like, forgive me. Uh, but no, it's not. There's a shadow over my house. It grows ever darker. I can no longer serve you with integrity. And Allison's like, hmm, why is that? In plain language, please tell him. <laughs> and uh, he goes, I, I, I really can't. I cannot do that. And Viserys is like, well, then I can't fucking accept this, dude. You're going to stay me in. You're going to keep me in hand. Sorry and shit. But goddamn. Uh, I, I, re- I really loved this scene. And uh, Strong won't put a fine point to it. Uh, Allison's pissed. Uh, and therefore, Viserys will not accept his resignation. But uh, 
Allison goes ahead and takes a nice little uh, emotional lap around the castle. Like, whew, I'm fucking livid right now, baby. This shit, this shit riding high right here. And she's like, all right, time for dinner. Let me go sit down with Laris. Mm. Uh, and, you know, he's like, usually I'm the one informing you on the castle's uh, happenings, but you're the one who knows and I'm the one who doesn't. What happened with the, with the meeting with my dad and the king? And, well, he attempted to make his resignation. Attempted, interesting word choice. Uh, yeah, he didn't accept it. Uh, so I take it he didn't tell him about my brother's transgressions. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I love, he's like, it's a willful blindness. I'm sure you'd have the same shit if, and she's like, I fucking wouldn't. And he's like, okay, okay, sure, all right. Um, and I love, I loved their interactions too because Laris seems like he's like, this is the best place for him to be currently. He's not partial to her, though. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if there is a better opportunity that presents itself, he will snake. And yeah, he will snake it, hard. It's, very, like, who else? He can't really team up with anyone more powerful. Like, he can't He can't be on Viserys' side. He's not going to no, no. plot with Viserys, like, he, the queen. Like, this is... He's not here out of the kindness of his own heart and out of the kindness of, of you know, for Allison. Like, it's... Yeah. Because, like, she she even recognizes it as such, you know, whenever she's like, uh, God, it's times like this, I wish my dad were still here to be Hand of the King. And Laris is like, hey, man, I don't think you can honestly say Otto would be any better. And she he wouldn't be impartial. And she's like, no, but he would be partial to me. He would give me the things I wanted. Uh, and he was like, okay. There's it in plain language there of her yeah, she's like, showing her side. like her- she does she is very self-interested like yeah she's like i don't care about fairness bro i'm here for my family that's what i'm here for um and and him being like uh hey man all right okay i'll do something about it then uh he heads on down to a dungeon full of men sentenced to death he's like i'll give you i'll give you mercy man you'll be you'll be free to go you just got to do something for me i'm gonna cut out your tongues and you're gonna burn men alive sound good um, and they're voluntarily having their con- tongues cut out. He leans over, he sticks his tongue out. He is very excited. Death um, or life without a tongue. Yeah, I mean, in that case, like they were all sentenced to hang. You know, like um, whatever. What I don't like, obviously, he doesn't want them to talk about what they're doing. That's why he's cutting out their tongue. Like he doesn't want them to speak and reveal the yeah, secrets. Right. But I never understood. It's like, I guess no. Maybe at the time they they don't know how to read or write. I didn't think about that. I'm like, why don't it, it, one of them can snitch by writing? You know, they could still. You know, it's not, like talking is not the only way. But I guess if they were low life scum criminals, maybe they There's just legitimately do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's very true. I didn't even consider that. But, uh, but yeah, man, what they did not shy away from showing the tongue being i mean it was no yeah they showed that plain as day yeah um that was that I was, was like nuts. oh okay but wow yeah that um, happened <laughs> yeah but uh they all get their tongues cut out and uh on a morning soon after harwin says goodbye to rhaenyra and the children after lionel's proposition to take him back to Hall. 
and uh, I went, oh, fuck, wait a minute. When Lionel, when Lionel went, our seat at Heron Hall, and I went, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, Heron Hall. What happened to Heron Hall? Oh, God. And, uh, yeah, Harwin, Harwin's bidding them farewell to Rhaenyra and the children, you know. He's he's saying goodbye to all of them very, very lovingly. The princess barely holds it together as uh, he kisses the new the newborn's head, Joffrey's head. And uh, when he says, oh, when we meet again, I'll be a stranger. He wants to be in this kid's life so bad. He's like, I hate that this is happening, you know, and it, it just hurts so fucking bad. Uh, and when he leaves, the kids are distraught. She like she tells she tells them, you know, we'll exchange letters by Raven. It'll be fun. And Jace runs out to follow him, watches him walk away, and asks her mom, his mom, plainly, "Is Harwin Strong my father?" Uh, and she's like, "Uh, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, but you're, you're, you're uh, Targaryens, Targaryen? and that's all that matters." <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, it's like, whew. Whew. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, is it because Rhaenyra doesn't? I mean, I guess Rhaenyra would know if it's Kristen's or not. She would be the one to know. Well, unless she got with unless there Harwin was, uh, quickly. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I I would really like a confirmation on how old Josiris is. Um, because if he's nine. I'm fairly certain that's Kristen Cole's baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but if it he... would be kind of weird for Harwin to get with Rhaenyra at that age. Like, whatever. Like, w- there was no. I mean, yeah, he saved her from the Green Wedding and all, but like, there was no connection. I, unless she was just looking for someone to fuck. You know, like it. It could have been. I don't yeah, know. right. Like after but... after the whole Kristen thing, she went out looking for a new for a new man's for a new boy toy, and he was like, "I'll gladly be your whore." Come on now, let's do this shit. Um, I, lo- hmm. I love that shit. But uh, yeah, uh, after this, Rhaenyra heads on out to the yard where Lanor is training with Carl, uh, and he's like, "Yep, we're we're leaving." She's like, "We're leaving. We're going to Dragonstone. We cannot stay any longer. I know what's coming. The storm is gathering. You're right. We need to flee. Let's go ahead and get the fuck out of here." Uh, and I loved, I loved it though, the way she was like, "And bring him," you know. The separation, the the first line of you can bring him, being like, I know, it's your partner, bring him. And then, like, she said something after. We need every sword we can muster. Exactly. Like, it, uh, she really means, like, bring him for you. And, like, that, that first line was, like, a loving, not loving, but, like, I care for you. Accepting. And I know. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm very, very supportive of what you got going on here. I want you to be happy. Please bring him if that's what will make you happy. Uh, and then, like, a little bit of a double entendre. Uh, with mm-hmm. the we'll need every sword we can muster, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the uh, the family eventually leaves, and uh, they're observed by the three prisoners and Laris, uh, all wearing cloaks and bee brooches that match Laris's. Is it a? I think it's a firefly. Oh, I think. Um, you're right. And I, for one, I thought it was a bee first. Just a hundred percent, because I'm like, okay, a bee, like they follow the queen, and you know, like it, it the queen, be, you know, like sort of, sort of thing. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But then, like, on, um, I don't know, the source material says that it's a a firefly. 
Gotcha. Um, which gotcha. I don't really understand. I, I mean, he like the thing I, I saw on Twitter. Someone um, made a connection between thing. yeah the flower. Um, saying that Allison was a flower that wasn't supposed to be able to bloom in King's Landing, but um, he's holding a flower at the same time. And then I guess fireflies also they also pollinate. pollinate. But, but uh, I don't know. It is it is interesting that that they do have kind of a a symbol to them. Um, right, right. Uh, but yeah, these dudes burn down Harrenhal. Uh, Harrenhal becomes the mess we know it as in Game of Thrones here. Um. <laughs> Harwin Strong dies. Lionel Strong dies, presumably. Uh, it, is it? I don't know about Lionel. Like, because uh, Harwin's room was on fire. He was, like, narrowly escaping death. But, but, like, was Lionel trapped in his room as well? Or was he just trying to break I think um, he was trapped. Harwin I think, I think this man might have died of smoke inhalation, might have died of, uh, like, I think they're dead, though. Their room, like, Harwin and and Lionel's room were, like, right next to each other. Yeah. Right? What was interesting to me is, like, how is this the only way out? Yeah, that's that's why I'm, uh, like, if, if Lionel isn't dead and he's alive... He's not coming back to King's Landing, I don't think. I, like, no. they need someone at Hall, which was going to be Harwin, to, yeah. to sit there and rule. But, I mean, I'm like 70% sure he's dead, but they didn't show it necessarily. They showed all the dead and burnt bodies afterwards. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know why I have the feeling that, that Lionel's still alive. Um, well, I he might be. I just I can't fathom why it would matter. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, I'm just kind of like, I don't know what, what he would be able to do, you know? Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, this shit was hard. I hated it. Uh, Harwin, we had to say goodbye to Harwin and it was Laris who did it. Allison's horrified to find this out. Uh, but he's, he's very fine. You know, I, he's like, I feel certain you will reward me when the time is right. Uh, but one of my favorite scenes in this episode was when Rhaenyra, and the family pull up to Dragonstone, and we cut to Viserys, who is sobbing, uh, kissing his wedding ring to Emma. Yeah. Uh, his family's gone. He has nobody. He is with Alicent now, and that's all. Which, he's going to die a lonely man with no family around him. I think he he's in denial of so many things, but he is smart enough to know that Allison is is probably going to try to get rid of him. Like, yeah. he knows that, like, now that Rainier is gone and left and he is alone, whether his health takes him first or someone, he knows that, like, it's it's happening He's soon. He's fucked. Um, um, probably not next episode or the episode. I'm not expecting him to die at all now. Um, so that when it comes, I just, you know. It, I'm like, yeah, yeah, finally. Uh, like, uh, uh, but, man, yeah, that, that was everything happening all at once like uh everyone dying by fire kind of too yeah, yeah. um like people losing their families and and like showing damon and and his daughters up at the top of the castle like them just crying and then him just like kind of walking away like yeah uh like at just cutting back and forth between all the different families and showing that like 
I don't know. It's, it's really like about the kids, like the show, like it's, yeah. um, obviously the, the, the adults and the parents are still going to be very important to the story. They but caused like, it. Yeah. It's, it's about the kids and maybe by like the end of season one, like the kids are like the new lead. I fully anticipate that. Like, like I think season two, the people we know as the main characters now will be old, old people, you know, or they will not make it there and will die. Um, uh, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm anticipating. But uh, are you ready to throw a rating at this episode? Ooh. Oh yeah, this one will be be interesting. This um, will be interesting because it was very good and it did make me cry. You know, obviously I wouldn't describe it as enjoyable, but it did resonate on a very deep level. It was a great episode of Game of Thrones. Um, super well done. I will say for a Miguel Sapochnik directed episode, it was weak. Yeah, uh, he's had he's had better episodes um, in a lot of respects. So let's throw an enjoyment rating, a genre rating and a critical rating at it. Where are you at for enjoyment? I'm trying to think of like. The other the, the lowest score we've given enjoyment is an eight uh, for episode two. And. I don't know if this is my least enjoyable ep- like. I came out of every other episode feeling more satisfied for some reason. I wasn't as satisfied this week. Not to say that it was bad, like bad, That's bad. the thing, is that like um, the events that happened are basically nothing but events I didn't want to happen. So like that's the thing, is it's just – how much of it is just me being like, fuck, why did this all happen? Yeah, exactly. But That's where I'm at. Like, I still think because goes, yeah. because it did resonate to a point where I did cry. True. I cried at Harwin's death. I cried at Lena's death. Um, and we don't even really know these characters, you know? They've been relevant for, like, a couple scenes for a few episodes. So, like, that's really effectively done, you know? Uh, hmm. But it still hurt, you know? It hurt like hell. And... Uh, so I think that's, that's I go I think I would go a little bit upwards. I would go a yeah. little bit higher. Um maybe in that eight five nine range. I think I was around an eight five. Okay. Um, cool with that. And I don't know if that if if I'm just in the in the mindset of, man, these events that happened were really shitty and that's why I'm kind of like I didn't enjoy it as much. But at the end of the episode, I, my head was spinning. Like I'm I'm thinking of all the Laris Right, you know right. things that are going to happen. All the the where these kids are going to go. Like it, it, I don't know. Maybe it is like a nine because, like, although I'd be cool with that, man. Like, yeah, uh, it because like, it, it did leave me going like, whoa, like fuck. This was and it was a great fucking episode. Like when we get to this genre category with medieval Game of Thrones fantasy, this is a ten out of ten. Uh, I mean, the politicking the. The conniving, the the plotting, dragon it, riding, yeah, it was having, perfect. Yeah, it was like, perfect. This this had had everything. The, the training in the courtyard, the yeah, uh, more birth complications. Um, yeah, the no, father this, drama. As far as a Game of Thrones episode goes, I can't. I don't. I don't need anything more. As far yeah. as that, so yeah. So are, are we comfortable with a nine and a ten enjoyment and genre? Mm-hmm. critical rating this is where i start to go a little bit further downhill i don't think it was uh it was it was solid but i don't think it was 
as as good as something I might expect from Miguel Sapochnik now because he's uh, he's put forth some of the greatest episodes of Game of Thrones of all time. And not just, like I just said, this is a great Game of Thrones episode. It's just uh, there's nothing about it that stands out particularly beyond mm. performances, beyond uh, writing. I'd say the writing was a lot better than the than the directing and like even the way the last 15 minutes was structured 20 25 uh it made me sad and it hit but i didn't think it was cut together particularly well mm. i thought it was really abrupt i thought it was really jarring to go from scene to scene it was just uh it was awkwardly cut together i feel like at the end it felt like they wanted to do a lot of things and didn't know how they wanted to branch the things mm. Yeah, I don't, every other episode had a very complete story for the episode. And this was just kind of all over the place, getting things set up. You know, it, yeah. it is like a new premiere. It, we have all these new actors. We have all, like, uh, introducing and getting you familiarized with them. Um, it, I'd say the just, most complete story of the episode was the Harwin and Lena stuff. Yeah. Like they introduced the new fathers and mothers of children for D Damon and Rhaenyra, and by the end of it, they're gone because of different different complications, you know. And uh, I guess true. Yeah, it still was like, like I I still like I said, the thing I feel like I'm lacking is the beginning of the relationship between Dame, uh, between Rhaenyra and uh, Harwin. I feel like Lena and Damon. It felt inevitable last week. It was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but Harwin and Rhaenyra it was like, oh shit, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, Huh. I I don't know. I feel like this is the weakest episode critically. I think uh, so too. And uh, uh I think like around a seven, maybe, or like I'm cool with the seven, seven, five, you know, because there were still some cool shots, that tracking shot at the beginning, that true. one very, very cool. Uh very exquisitely acted. You know, like I don't want to like dismiss anything. The acting was fucking incredible. Uh the visual effects amazing. Soundtrack didn't stand out as much this week as it has in weeks past. Uh it was still solid, but not not what I've come to expect from Ramin Jawadi. It was kind of just a. Uh, it had all the bones. It had a lot of great things to it, but there was there were elements of it that just I know they could have done better. Um, this frames so, it interestingly. If uh, if we do give it a seven five, it ties it overall with episode four at an eight eight three. If it drops down to a seven, then it's just a little bit below the fourth episode. Um, and I, I mean, I, honestly, like, I think it really was only the directing and and just the it was a little jarring at the ending. Like it was a little choppy and just unnatural but, at points. Like it didn't feel it didn't feel correctly cut. Um, yeah, I think seven seven might be too low, like as right. far because the performances were fantastic. Like yeah, they Arthur were amazing. Goddamn brilliant. Um, Olivia Cook, fantastic. I, I I was I mean like Ryan Core was a low key winner for this episode for me. Harwin was fantastic. Um, so yeah, I think I end up I think I end up at a seven five. Yeah, I think I I'm down. It gives it around an eighty eight percent. If we're going there, wow! IMDb gives it an eight point eight. Uh, for God damn! And uh, let's let's check the good old Rotten Tomato meter here. Um, and I'm gonna. I'm going to I'm going to say this one was I don't know. I I feel like people 
80? Oh, that's the overall show. Uh, I don't know that they do episode to episode for Rotten uh, okay. Tomatoes. Well, I guess if it's updated currently as the whole show, the whole show is given an 84 audience and an 85 um, on the critical side. Seems low. So, Seems low for me. But, yeah. uh, but I nevertheless, mean, wow. 88%, an 8.8 out of 10 for, for episode 6, The Princess and the Queen. Um, I was a damn good installation. It's a damn good installation into this saga, um, and I cannot wait for the next four weeks. If you would, head to patreon.com slash bloomer. You'll find over 40 hours of exclusive content, including a bunch of book reviews, comic book reviews every week, all that you could be looking for over there exclusively for three bucks a month on patreon.com slash bloom. If you would, head to Twitter, follow at pennybloompod, follow on Instagram at pennybloompodcast. Me and Joseph will be back next week for Fire and Bloom, a House of the Dragon podcast in- installment number seven. Uh, this Wednesday, we got Andor After Party number four. This Friday, we're concluding the decade of the aughts with 2009's Avatar. Go catch that in theaters and then listen to our podcast. Uh, and hell yeah, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And a wise sailor flees as the storm gathers.